Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the June 15th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. As always, today's show is brought to you by my firm, and that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. This show, Local Matters, is a service of my firm because it is in everybody's best interest to ensure that people understand how local government and state government work. Last week, if you missed that show, we talked to commission candidates from District 2. This week, we bring you the candidates for Augusta Commission District 10, who, incumbent John Clark, who was the leading vote getter, and former commissioner who represented District 8 previously, Wayne Guilfoyle, who came in second. We have gone over a couple of times why we have runoffs, but we'll go over it one more time. We have a runoff election in both of those cases and also in the case of the race for Augusta mayor because no candidate received 50% of the vote plus one vote. Georgia, you have to have a majority of the votes, not simply the most votes, you gotta get over 50% in order to win that office. So that's why we have to go back to the polls on June 21st to vote in those three instances. Super District 10, and we call it a super district because it encompasses four commission districts. Those are District 3, District 6, District 7, and District 8. So we are representing someone, uh, uh, electing someone who will represent half of Augusta on the Augusta Commission. As I said, the election is less than a week away. Um, that also means that advanced voting began this week because the time period between the primary on May 24th and the runoff election on June 21st is so short, there is only one week of early voting. So we are in the first and only week of early voting. The times for early voting are as follows. Uh, it is all week beginning at eight thirty a.m., ending at six p.m. this week. So since today is Wednesday, you got the rest of the day today, all day Thursday and Friday. There is no Saturday voting in this advanced voting period. The locations, therefore, the municipal building at five thirty-five. Telfair Street, the Henry Brigham Community Center at 2463 Golden Camp Road, the Robert Howard Community Center at 103 Diamond Lakes Way, and the Warren Road Community Center at 300 Warren Road. So there are four locations where early voting is taking place. And again, uh, you have through Friday of this week, um, polls open at 
and close at 6 p.m. Uh, each one of those days in case you choose to vote in advance. If you don't choose to vote in advance, of course, the election day is June 21st. Uh, polls open at 7A and close at 7P, and that will be at the location that is identified in your uh, precinct card, the little white card that you hopefully have received in the mail. Uh, in addition, if you want to know how to uh, vote, where to vote, all of those things, uh, I will refer you to something I talk about quite frequently, and is that, that is the MVP the Mind Voter page um, at the Georgia Secretary of State's office. If you just Google that, uh, I Googled MVP GASOS, My Voter Page, Georgia Secretary of State. Uh, click on My Voter Page. And once you click there, uh, you type in your first initial. Of course, I'm putting in J, last name, Jackson. I'm doing it right now as we speak so I can guide you through. Then you select your county of residence. Of course, my county of residence is Richmond. So I'm gonna click there and then I input my date of birth and then log in. Once I get to that page, it will give me information about myself to confirm that it's me, my name, gender, the date that I registered to vote in the state of Georgia, my race, and it'll say status. And in my case, I'm active, but of course I am listed as active because I typically vote in every election. It also lists my address, the official address. And then there's a button in blue down on the right-hand side. It says view the sample ballot. Uh, when I view that ballot, uh, it gives me the opportunity to look at a Democratic sample ballot, a Republican sample ballot, a nonpartisan sample ballot. So for the sake of our exercise today, I am going to click on the Democrat sample ballot button. And when I click on that, I see everything that's going to be on the ballot that I receive when I go to the polls. Uh, on that ballot, for instance, um, if you have the Democratic ballot, it's going to show a choice for Lieutenant Governor, two candidates, Charlie Bailey and Kwanzaa Hall, a choice for Secretary of State, D. Dawkins Hagler and B. Wynn. Uh, and you may recall D. Dawkins Hagler was actually on the program. I had a few statewide candidates come in and she was one of those. Um, for the Office of Commissioner of Insurance, got two choices, Raphael Baker and Janice Laws Robinson. And for Commissioner of Labor, two choices, William Will Body Jr. and Nicole Horn. Also, so those are the state offices that are on the Democratic ballot. If you go to the nonpartisan general election runoffs, in my case, because I live in District 1, meaning I didn't have a commission race on the ballot this time around, the only local race that I will have to cast a vote in is for Mayor of Augusta. And of course, there are two candidates there who cleared the field of nine to make the runoff, those being Garnett Johnson and Stephen Kendrick. So what I just described to you is the Democrat ballot. I want to 
pull up the Republican ballot too, uh, just so I know what's on there. If you choose to get a Republican ballot and it is your choice, you can get nonpartisan Republican or Democrat when you come into the polls, once you show your ID. Uh, on the Republican ballot, the only office there is for the office of mayor, Garnett Johnson or uh, Stephen Kendrick. And if you pull up the nonpartisan sample ballot, you will see this is the exact same thing. So only those who are picking a Democratic ballot will have a choice to make other than for Mayor Augusta, if you live, if you don't live in District 2 or Super District 10. Okay, hopefully that's easy for you to understand. Uh, and please go back to the polls either on those early voting days or on the designated runoff election day, which is June 21st, which is next Tuesday. A few other things I want to point out. Um, today's show. Again, we're dedicated to the candidates for Super District 10. I will say, even if you don't live in that district, it's worthwhile for you to listen to those candidates because if when, if and when one of those candidates is elected, he will cast votes that affect you, even though you don't reside in that district. So you will serve to know who those candidates are and what they stand for. Also, I uh, want to point out that um, there's growth in local matters land. Uh, we took on a first this week. Uh, we have established our own local matters Facebook page. Uh, normally, I post all episodes on my website, which is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. Anytime there's an episode that you missed or you want to share with somebody else, you can direct them to my website. There's a local matters tab there. And you click on the tab and you hear them. Of course, you can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, because I know everybody's not necessarily in a position to listen to a radio show on Wednesday afternoons at 1.30. So that's why I have the podcast available for you to listen to at your leisure. Now we are also establishing the Local Matters Facebook page and we'll publish our episodes there as well. That is one landmark moment for us. Uh, I had always published them on my personal Facebook page, but now I'm doing something just for the podcast. Also, please like that page. I know everybody's not a Facebook person, but if you are, please go there and like the Local Matters Facebook page. Uh, also new to Local Matters is that I did my first video episode. It is a, a little over 45 minutes long, so it's an in-depth interview with candidate Stephen Kendrick. Uh, I am a member of the organization called HOPE, Helping Our People Excel, and HOPE asked me to moderate a discussion with our mayoral candidates. We actually extended invitations to both candidates. Uh, so far, Mr. Kendrick is the only one who responded to our call and scheduled a time to be with us, but we'd be more than happy. Hopefully, Mr. Johnson will be able to do so, too, even though there's only a few days left in the, in the period. Uh, we uh, had a, a wide-ranging conversation about a number of topics, and we tried to ask different questions from what they have been asking the various candidate forums. And uh, because we had the additional time, to do it uh, and on video, it's not just the quick interviews 
that we do here for our podcast and radio versions. This video version is, I think, pretty special. And hopefully uh, you'll learn something, uh, whether you choose to vote for that candidate or not, you will have learned something not only about him, but about the issues generally. I realized that uh, for those candidates who are on the ballot for the statewide offices on the Democratic side, because again, there weren't any on the Republican side uh, for my district anyway, um, if you uh, need to get more information about those candidates, I always encourage uh, voters to make uh, informed decisions, which includes checking the websites of these candidates. Uh, there's also a website called Ballotpedia that has information about candidates. They actually ask each candidate to complete a candidate connection survey where you can actually go in, read what they said about themselves, and it gives you a better feel for who they are so that you're not going into the booth blindly. Um, Thank you again so much for being a part of the Local Matters family. I hope what we have provided to you has been helpful as you make your voting decisions. I know some of the decisions that we have to make are very tough ones. It feels like six on one hand and half a dozen on the other. Um, but please, as you think about candidates, I know there are lots of different ways that you can think about people, but ultimately what you want to do is select the person who is best suited for the role that you are selecting them for. Uh, it is almost like selecting a spouse, uh, selecting someone to work in your uh, organization. If you are an employer, you are looking for the person who can do the best job uh, for whatever that job description is. So please think about that the same way when you go into the booth this time around. Local Matters listeners, for today's show, uh, we have Mr. Wayne Guilfoyle. He is running for Super District 10 seat. Um, he made the runoff along with incumbent John Clark. How are you doing today, Wayne? Good, Miss Jackson, and thank you again for hosting this. Uh, it makes a lot of the citizens aware of what's happening. Our, and that is the purpose of Local Matters. We don't want them to have any excuse uh, not to know who they're going to vote for when they head off to the polls. So glad that you made the time to be with me. Um, first question I want to approach you with is in regard to the unique aspects of District 10. It's a very diverse super district. It includes the wealthiest residents in Augusta. It includes the most rural areas of Augusta slash Richmond County. And there's also a lot of what we traditionally would refer to as uh, suburbia. So please explain how you would keep your finger on the pulse of what all of these constituents are thinking and how uh, that would make the job of representing this district harder or easier. Well, as being the Super District 10 Commissioner, it encompassed District 3, District 6, District 7, and District 8. The main goal as a Super 10 District Commissioner is being able to oversee the four districts and having relationships 
with all four, which is Sean Franham, Catherine Smith McKnight, uh, a new candidate that just got elected, Mr. Lewis, as well as Brandon Garrett that represents the District 8. I believe that when you actually build relationships with four of them and you listen to their needs and their wants, and when it comes to the neighborhood associations, a lot of people don't realize but being a part of a neighborhood association is very important because that's where your voices get heard. It's no different than when it comes to voting. If you sit at, you know, sit home and don't do anything, you are not heard by any means. You know, voice voices are powerful. So when it comes to representing the from anywhere from, like you said, the richest part of the city to the rural where I live and the suburban area, I'm all ears and I'm willing to do whatever isn't the need of the people at that time to represent them well, but also to look out for them because this, the simple services that the government provides is probably the most important from infrastructure to the sewage, to the drainage, to the trash and making sure that we are steward of the taxpayer's dollar. There are 45,000 registered voters in Super District 10 who did not vote in the May 24th primary. What is your message to them? Janice, with that question right there, actually it stumbled a lot of the uh, candidates that was running for office because that's our only one time to actually have somebody to represent us the way we want to be represented. You know, a lot of people just goes, hey, I like this guy or my friend tell me who to vote for and then come to find out when that candidate gets in office, they go, ooh, I didn't know he or she was like this, um, didn't represent us well. But that's the reason why it's so important to listen to the candidate's message, what they are going to do, what they're going to do for the, for the people. Um, when you actually sit at home, like I said in my first discussion, when you sit at home and you don't use your voice or exercise your right to vote, pretty soon we're going to lose both. We're going to lose our right to vote and our voices will no longer be heard. We have to be careful. Next question. I know throughout your life you have had to interact with people of various backgrounds. What would they say about working with Wayne Guilfoyle? Well, I could actually um, say, uh, hopefully they would say he's fair about his decisions that he makes on how he represents the people. And if you look at who has been endorsing me, uh, we fortunately, we had a uh, former Mayor Deke Copenhaver, former Mayor of Blythe, uh, Brent Ware. We had Bill Cokey and eight other the former commissioners. That's astounding. And that's the colleagues that I have worked with over the years to where we could get things done. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Yes. Um, come next week, Monday, the 13th is a big day because that whole week is election week, early election. Um, the following Tuesday, the June 21st is election day. Please exercise your right when you want somebody to stand up and represent you well and actually be proactive about things um, as far as putting policies into place to have preventive maintenance versus what we have going on right now, different from what we have at the boathouse, what we have at the, you was on the, uh, as administrator, when we was talking about the river watch, we had preventive maintenance items in there. Um, let's, let's do what's good for the people. Uh, let's be a steward of taxpayers. Listen, if we invest in anything, let's invest wisely to where we get a return on investment. But if you give me 15 minutes, 
to take your time to vote either next week or the following Tuesday. I promise you, I'll give you four years of dedicated service representing you well. All right. And if our listeners in District 10, let's go over those districts again. It is District 3, District 6, District 7, and District 8 that comprise yes. Super District 10. So if any residents of those areas want to learn more about Wayne Guilfoyle and what he stands for, are there uh, places they can go to get that information? Absolutely. We have Wayne for Augusta on Facebook, wayneforaugusta.com, the website. My personal cell number, if you have any questions, 706-399-4060. If you want to talk to me in person, I'll be happy to meet with you. All right, great. Thanks so much for uh, coming on the show and thanks so much for offering yourself up for public office one more time. Thank you, Ms. Janice, for having to do this for the residents of Augusta. Today on Local Matters, we welcome John Clark. He is the incumbent in Super District 10 on the Augusta Commission. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Hope you're doing well. I am great. Thanks so much for being able to join our Local Matters family. I know last time you had some other things going on and weren't able to join us, so I'm glad that you took advantage of the opportunity this time to join us. Um, now that you've made the runoff, we've got a few more questions we want to ask. And the first thing for me is just the idea of District 10. As I look at that district, it's extremely diverse. It includes the wealthiest residents in Augusta. It includes the most rural areas in Augusta. And it includes a lot of suburban area. Um, please explain how you would keep your finger on the pulse of what all of these constituents are thinking and how that makes the job of representing them harder or easier. Well, anyone that knows me knows that you can look up and see me in any part of the city at any given time. I'm all over. I will actually go out to neighborhoods and talk to the people, mowing their lawns, uh, barbecuing, doing whatever. In fact, this past uh, sat uh, Saturday, well, matter of fact, yesterday, I stopped at Sand Hills and visited a while under the great oak tree with the with the folks. So I'm all over. I do a lot of things. I, I attend a lot of, of events. I'm not single-sided. I know that our community is very diverse, and I enjoy that. And I participate with everyone. So I've got my finger pretty well on the pulse of the community, I, I would say. Okay. And if you don't have anything else on that one, we'll go on to the next question. And this is really a, a big one for me. Um, we saw on May 24th that there were 45,000 registered voters in District 10 who did not bother to vote. What, what message do you have for those people who didn't vote last time? Well, I think, I think the message that I have for the people that didn't vote is get out and vote. Your vote absolutely matters. Your vote absolutely counts. I think what has happened is people have become apathetic toward voting because they seem like that no matter who they vote for, or what they vote for, they don't see what they want to get done, you know, executed. So 
they have a tendency to just stay at home. The other end of the spectrum is that a lot of times that they think that their vote doesn't matter, that their vote is not going to count, that the, uh, the candidate that they're pulling for, they think has enough votes without them to win the election. That's not always the choice or the, the, the reason. So if you've taken the time to register to vote, you need to take the time to actually get down to the poll and vote, vote for the candidate of your choice. A vote does matter. A vote does count. And with early voting and absentee voting, there is absolutely no reason why any registered voter should not vote or does not vote. So that does concern me a great deal. And shifting gears a little bit to your uh, personal style and how uh, you interact with others. Uh, we know that throughout your professional career, as well as uh, your time in politics, you've had to interact with people of various backgrounds. Tell us what would they say about working with John Clark? I would pretty much hope that they would say working with me is always pretty even, that I'm open, I'm, I'm honest, and I'm me. Uh, I like, I like a, you know, a great variety of different things. Uh, in fact, this weekend, we, as you know, we've got a full schedule going on in Augusta, Georgia. And I plan on being at as many of, uh, of the events that I can absolutely get to. Uh, I'll be at uh, Maxwell Performing Arts on Saturday night for the Korean Dance Theater. I'll be downtown for the Juneteenth celebrations. I'll be in the parades. And I enjoy all of that because we have a good time. We had a good time down at James Brown's birthday bash. That was a party in the street. You have to make yourself available. You have to encourage change. You have to experience change. Without change, there's no growth. And I think that in my longevity on earth and what, what the good Lord has allowed me to stay, I've gone through a lot of changes in my life. And I'm going to say it's made me a better person. It's, it's made me a, a better understanding person. So I think people that's always worked with me and that work with me now will say that I'm a fair, even-minded, and uh, I look at facts. And that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Um, as we close out, those were the three questions I had for you. Uh, now is your opportunity. You got a few minutes left. If you can um, share anything else that you want to share with our listeners, including uh, how it is that they might get more information about you and uh, what you would uh, plan to do if you were elected to continue to serve. Well, you know, <clears throat> I do a lot of talking one-on-one -on -one because that's, that's the way I like to do things. I'd rather talk with people individually. But they can give me, I'm listed on, on the uh, Augusta website at, at uh, present. They can give me an email they, at J-O-H-N-N-E-I-N-O-W at AOL.com. Or they can give me a phone call. They can uh, 
call me anytime. I'll, I'll respond back to that. It's best to give me a text first. And I will get back with them. All right. Thank you. Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, just please, Augusta, get out and vote on June 21st. I really would enjoy serving another term. I enjoy serving the people of Augusta. I look out for their best interest. It, it, it's not an interest that I'm looking out for me. I, I don't own a business. I'm retired. I do it for the love of the, of the uh, service to the people. I found out that I really love doing this. And it's full-time for me. It's not a part-time job. It's full-time for me. People will, will call me at all hours of day and night. They see me on the street in a restaurant, no matter where it's at. They know that, that I'm approachable, that they can talk with me. They can share their, their stories with me. And sometimes it just takes uh, someone who is representing them to just listen sometimes. That's all they need is someone to listen and I'm always there for them. So please get out and vote and reelect. Thank you. All right. Uh, this has been John Clark, who is the current commissioner from Augusta Super District 10 running for reelection. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Miss Allen. You all, thanks so much for being a part of the Local Matters family and hearing from Mr. Clark and Mr. Kilfoyle. Uh, next week, of course, it'll be time for our election wrap-up. We'll know who the winners and losers are. And just like we did after May 24th, we sort of went through and scrutinized why it is that some people um, got enough votes to win and why some people weren't successful in doing so. We'll do the same thing uh, next week. Be blessed and be a good voter. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.